Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself as a Pre-PT on your journey to becoming a future doctor of physical therapy. This episode has been sponsored by our Acceptance Navigator Series, which is a free four-part Pre-PT video series where we teach you exactly how to take full control of your PT school acceptance journey, as well as how to find clarity and direction as a pre-PT so that you can dominate your application regardless of your GPA, GRE score, or fear of PT school rejection. Learn how to get into the driver's seat of your acceptance journey and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This is the most value that we have given away and it's free. Take control of your pre-PT journey today by going to www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. This episode has also been sponsored by our friends at ptschoolprobe.com. Listen to this. One of the biggest fatal application mistakes that thousands of PT school applicants make each year when applying to PT school is not applying to schools that are a perfect match for them. Partnering with our friends at PT School Probe has made that a problem of the past. As PT School Probe makes it extremely easy to plug in and enter what you're looking for in your ideal schools, and you will be immediately matched up with your perfect match DPT programs in the United States. To get matched and locked into your perfect DPT school programs, go to www.ptschoolprobe.com, www.ptschoolprobe.com, and use the code PREPTGRIND in lowercase letters to get a discount and let them know that we sent you there. That's PREPTGRIND for your code. This will save you hundreds of dollars in your application by helping you avoid throwing away money at the wrong schools and saving tens of thousands of dollars lost every year that you miss out on becoming a DPT. So go to www.ptschoolprobe, that's ptschoolprobe, probe.com, and use the code preptgrind in lowercase letters to get a discount and let them know that we sent you. And that's because we got you covered and we are excited to share this next episode with you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast episode. We look forward to serving you. Have a blast. guys doing hope you're having an absolutely amazing amazing evening i am extremely excited to be interviewing a friend of mine and one of our students in the accepted system brie and for those of you that have recently started following pre-pt grind or uh, you have never caught one of these episodes before one thing that we like to do is we like to interview students that we have coached who have gotten into pt school and it's not for the reason you might think so it might be you might be thinking oh this is like a cool thing where they share how they found out they got accepted into pt school that's part of it. But the real reason why we do this, it's called the Pre-PT Inspire series, is to inspire you. And we're going to talk about the good parts of each of these students' stories, as well as the tough parts of their story. And the reason why we talk about the tough parts 
is because that might be where you're at right now as a pre-PT. You might be, you know, trying to apply for the first time or the second time or the third time. And you're doubting yourself because you're like, man, like nobody else is going through this. Nobody else has been rejected before. Nobody else seems to be struggling with their GPA or with the GRE. And so we bring people in here that are real, that have been exactly where you are. Because if you can relate with them and say, wow, like I was where Brie, like where I am right now is where Brie was six months ago. That might be the very thing that you need to inspire you to take some massive action and get one step closer to being a physical therapist. So super excited. Brie, how are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling good. Excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to share your story. Let's dive in. So Brie, uh, tell the people about yourself and why you chose physical therapy. So what led me down to becoming a PT, I always knew, I was like always interested in like the health field, but I couldn't figure out like where, like I was like, oh, I kind of like nursing, but then I would like skip around, you know, and like I liked veterinarian school for a while. I was like looking into that. And so I kind of was always jumping around. Like I knew I wanted to like help people, but I hadn't found like exactly where to go. But then my junior year in high school, I've always been an athlete, have like danced, swam, played soccer, basketball, like done the whole thing. I was actually at a varsity tennis team and I got a rotator cuff injury. And yeah, so that kind of led me into going into physical therapy. I kind of had to like not play really competitively my like junior year and I still had to do a little bit of my senior year so from there that's when I actually learned about physical therapy I started going I kind of didn't realize what it was and then it was really cool that when I went there was a lot more student athletes that were like soccer players I think there's like basketball football so it was like kind of cool because it was all after school and all of us were athletes so it was kind of cool it was we were all talking about like our injuries and like bonding over it and like we would like encourage each other through that time it was really fun and then I started realizing like wow this is like getting me better, you know, exercising and like them correcting my form and stuff. Like it's a form of medicine for me. And it was a form of medicine for like the other student. And I just like, it was a like a game changer. I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to work with like children, student athletes to help them like overcome their injuries. And it just kind of completely like inspired me to go down this path. I love it. Y'all, like one of the most amazing things about this is because Brie has been on the PTA path and we've gotten a lot of students who are like, hey, like, you know, I, I'm considering doing PTA first. So this is kind of cool to get a different perspective because you fell in love with the profession, being an athlete and all of these different sports. And then of yeah. course, went down the PTA path before now, of course, uh, getting into PT school. So let, let's dive into the next part of your story. Like what were your biggest struggles or fears as a student? Like looking back now and saying, wow, like these were the things that led me to doubt myself because that's what other students right now that might be similar to you might be going through currently. So what were those experiences or things for you? For me, there's like a few things that kind of popped up. I was a good student, but for me, it was like, it was the self-doubt since I didn't get into PT school my first time. So that was like the first roadblock. And I had to like consider what was my next step. You know, like, and I didn't know I had pretty good grades and that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, do I do the next step and getting redoing it and getting A's? I had a few years already as a PT tech and I did a few other like observation hours in different settings because I was working in a like sports orthopedic clinic and I did like pediatric, I did home health. So I kind of had to like reflect when I didn't get in, like, what could I do different? What, you know, and I kind of didn't know what to do. It's kind of interesting. I had the owner of the PT clinic. He actually was a PTA 
first. And then I had another coworker that had just gone into PTA school. So they kind of were like my little, I guess, angels that were kind of like, well, there's another option you can go down. They kind of talked to me about this option. The owner of the PT clinic, he kind of is one of my biggest mentors. Even now, like he helped me, he wrote my letter of recommendation and he kind of told me his story of he first did PTA and actually went back and got his PT. And when he was in school though, he was like one of the first classes where it was just the bachelor's program. He did like 30 years of working and actually last year went back and got the transition to DPT. Wait, he worked for 30 years as a PTA, you said? No, no. He worked 30 years like as a PT, but like he had a bachelor's degree. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. wow. But like he was like a PTA for like two or three years before. Yeah. So yeah, he had so much experience and he kind of was telling me about like that path. Like, you know, there's more options just than that straight like PT school. And he was telling me his story and I was like, well, and I, a few of the other therapists that had taught me so much in the clinic were PTAs, mm-hmm. you know, they were like showing me how to do like different kind of like techniques of like exercises and like showing me different things. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go for it. And then he was saying too, like, he kind of introduced me to like all the transitional programs. And that was like my game changer. I was like, okay, I have like a route now. Like, Mm -hmm. even if it takes me longer, it's going to be my route, which it was. I mean, my PTA program, it was accelerated and it was hard Mm -hmm. because like the classes were like little mini masters. So like the smallest amount of time was like 14 days to 24 days. Wow. So yeah, like every class I was like, you had to buckle down. Like I remember my two neuro classes were 14 days. Every two days we had tests. So I had to like buckle down and really focus. And that's what like, I mean, all of us were like up late. We're doing study sessions. Like in that program, I think I became a better student. It gave Mm. me self-confidence. My professors too gave me that confidence that I was lacking. And I spoke to you about this. I have dyslexia. Growing up, I was embarrassed. Like I had to get called out of class and do like this, like reading tutoring. And then I just, when I went into college, I kind of was like, I don't want no one to know. This is a fresh start. Like no one has to know, you know, I struggle reading. And so I kind of backplayed that. And one of the directors of the program, he kind of was like, this is who you are. You need to like accept it. It's never going to change. It's never going to, it kind of, that hit hard. I was like, that's right. Like it is a struggle. Like I've always had to work harder in school and stuff, but that's made me who I am. Like when I saw like a preview of like the pretty grind, I was like, oh, that's me. I've always had to like grind to get through stuff, but it's made me like work harder. It's made me appreciate like making these dreams and goals like come true. I'm so proud of you. And for those of you that are who are non-traditional or you might've gone a different path like PTA and, 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 and now you're trying to transition back in or you feel like whether it's dyslexia or anything that you have ever felt is hindering you from being an absolutely amazing student. And Bree and I have talked about this a lot. Like, you know, prior to us going live, we've talked about this plenty because that was a lot of what created doubt. It was like, man, like, you know, will I ever be able to basically keep up because of this thing? And you kept it hidden for a while, but, but, but being able to separate yourself from that being your identity was just a massive leap for you in, in saying, well, I'm not this. It's just what I kind of have. It's just a hurdle yeah. that I have to deal with. So, so I'm so proud of you. And for those of you that um, do have dyslexia, let this be a testament that you got it. Like yeah. you, 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 you have everything you need to be an absolutely amazing, not only student, 
as an undergrad or any graduate program you're in, but as a future, you know, PT student. So Brianna, you're going to kill it in PT school. And, and for, for, for you now, let's look back at your obstacles and now say, okay, there, there was a point in your journey where you decided that you wanted some help, like some non-traditional guidance. And it ended up being our program, the accepted system. Yeah. What led you to make that switch and say, hey, like, I need to find someone that has been on the path that I am on to help me get one step closer to getting that acceptance letter. What was it for you? What led you to search for it? Take that leap. I was starting to like already look into like reapplying. And I actually found a program that was like an online program, USC. So I kind of reached out to them to see like, what do they want? And because I do the transitional programs, like their timing for applications a little bit different. And for the one in Galveston, what I was really looking at, at applying to couldn't apply to like this, this coming up year because of like the work and everything. So I applied to USC, like the, I just kind of got super excited and hyped, but then I got rejected one more time. And I was like, okay, like I have this experience now. I have like, I've gotten another step. Like, what am I missing? I need like guidance. I need help. I had people read my essays and stuff, but I felt like I could have polished them more, you know, and like I talked talk to you about like the Jerry was always one of the hardest things I had to take because of the dyslexia, because of the time reading and those crazy big words. And I was like, oh, sometimes I can't sound them out. And just starting to look at like tutoring and all this stuff online to like take that next step. And then like, I think I saw like a testimony kind of like this, like someone like saying, oh, this is one of the best things for me. And like, they helped me with like my confidence and like the GRE. And I was like, oh, that sounds like me. Like I need that. <laughs> and at first I was like, oh, I wonder if this is like really real. This sounds like too good to be true. So I did click on it. And then I remember it was like the last, I think summer, like free webinar with you guys or like it yep. was the live. Yeah. The live. Like in uh, July or August. I can't remember. It's, it's, yeah. it's a few months ago though. Yeah. It was, yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to try it. It's free. Like I'll figure out if it's like legit or not, you know, cause I just, free is too good to be true to like, I don't know. I just was like, I guess nervous and doubting still too. Like this has been probably the best choice I've ever made, you know, like just cause there's been like so many other people. There's so many people that think like this journey needs to be done alone when that's not true. Like I was lost and I needed help. Like I didn't know at that point, I didn't know what road to go like for that acceptance, you know, to get like, that was my dream, but I needed a little help, like to polish my application, to make it better, make it stand out. And I just, you guys helped me find like what I needed to do to do that for that next step. So proud of you. So, <laughs> yeah, I hear that all the time. I hear that all the time. Man, I, I, th I thought thought it was too good to be true. I've actually been told that people thought we were scam artists. And, well, it's because, I mean, it's online and online you never know, right? Until you actually take a leap forward. But I'm so proud of you. For those of y'all that are wondering, you know, hey, like, how do I get that level of clarity, right? So for Brie, it was, you know, with us in the accepted system. You're like, man, like I'm stuck right now as a student. I need help where can I start? What I want you guys to do is wherever you're listening to go to www.acceptancenavigator.com. It's a four video series that Casey and I did. We sat in the hotel room and basically pumped the whole thing out saying, Hey, these are the things that if someone is stuck as a student, if they can go through these four videos, it will give them clarity about where to begin and how they should act, you know, like what their next steps should be to make sure that you have, you know, the, the control and confidence and clarity to apply and really just put yourself in a great position to get into PT school. So if you're looking for that, go to acceptancenavigator.com. If you feel lost, if you feel stuck, if you feel like 
you're in any one of the areas that Bree was talking about, I would say go do that like two nights. Do that two nights. And then it gives you an option at the end to uh, to apply to to work with us and help you know have us help you you know get one step closer to getting into PT school. So uh, if that's what you're looking for, y'all can go there. But Bree, I want to switch gears a little bit. I want to switch to the day you got accepted into PT school. Is that cool? Like because yeah. after all of that, you were like, man, okay, oh, I want to do physical therapy. I'm going to be a PTA, but I still want to be a physical therapist, right? You know, I've, I've 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 already applied two other cycles and not gotten in. And, and now, now the day you got your acceptance letter comes. Tell us about that day so that we can celebrate with you. I was actually first at work and I got a call and I had a like, I don't know if anyone knows, I'm a pediatric PTA. So I see a wide range. I believe it was like my first treatment. I had a two-year-old. So, and it was like their first time. And so I actually didn't have my phone with me because I'm like, all the little kids know, like they'll log on your phone, you know, they get all distracted. So I got a call, but I didn't even realize they had called. And yeah, so like by the time I got out of work, it was on silent. And like, I saw that like, um, that I had like a, a call from one of the, and he was like, oh, hi, Brianna, like super mellow, like, um, I just wanted to talk to you about something. Please feel free to call me back when you get a chance, just whenever you're free. And if I can't talk to you, I'll call you back tomorrow. I called him back as soon as I heard that, but it oh was already goodness. super late, like, because I'm an hour behind their, their time because it's in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was for Tufts University. And like, I called and I was like, <gasps> like, you know, and I left a message and stuff. And oh my God, I was in panic. I went home and talked to my boyfriend. I was like, I don't know. He didn't tell me what it was about. I think like something had happened with my application. I'm missing something like freaking out. And I didn't even like sleep that well, you know, like just super at like 9am. Like he was like, oh, he called me back. And he was like, I realized like you were Texas and you're an hour behind. Like, I just wanted to give you that extra time. He's like, I hope you weren't too nervous. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I was like, I didn't know what to do. And, and he was like laughing and he was like, yeah, I had to leave a few messages a few times to like, I was just like on cloud, like nine. I was like super excited. Like at first, you know, I was super nervous, but then when he was like, congratulations, you've like been accepted. Yeah. So then I went down like the list of calling like family members and like my mom screamed and started crying my brother and his wife were like yeah we knew you would and <laughs> just like that whole day was just I had to like Amazing. make sure because in the next day then like I got the email and I was like oh my gosh this wasn't a dream it's for real you know and so it's been amazing ever since yeah. Like if you get the phone call but you don't have an email you might end up waking up the next morning thinking wait a minute did that, did that phone call happen? Like, yeah. is this real? But, yeah. but man, what, well, let me ask one, one more question. So, so obviously once it hit and, and your nervousness kind of subsided, what were some of the first thoughts that you had? Because now you're kind of reflecting on the moments where you doubted yourself, right? Like what were some of the thoughts that came to your mind, you know, reflecting back on the past two cycles that things had not gone the way you wanted them to? Just that everything works out like all my hard work had finally paid off. Like you and uh, Casey have both said, stuff happens for a reason. And like yeah. you talk about like how some schools might not be for you. And I think like right away too, when I told you, 
when I did like the webinar with this one, I, I think I told you and Casey, like, this is my school. Like, I just feel it like this is my number one. I want to like do my best in this school, like for the interview and all that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was like, it was like my path, I feel like. And like even reaching out to the professors and everyone just been so like including and it just was has been like an amazing vibe so I'm I mean all of my hard work paid off you know like sometimes timing is everything while my path wasn't like that straight path I feel like I have become a better student I have like gained that confidence you know like all of those obstacles has made me the better person I am today which will make me be the better therapist you know be a better co-worker be a better student to help my other classmates you know it's all a great like circle now that I feel like I'm able to do more to in this profession one of the hardest things is when you're in the thick of things not going the way you want them to go right Bree you you've said this several times now. you were like that the path wasn't exactly a straight path it was kind of like a wavy you know route that was different from what I would have loved it to be from the beginning right but 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 then think about it like how many times you just take a moment and process like how many times did you almost even entertain the thought of not pursuing physical therapy anymore right like or 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 better yet how many times would it have been easy to quit you had quite a few you had quite a few times where you could have Mm -hmm. easily been like yeah you know what this ain't this ain't gonna happen yeah this isn't worth it you know maybe maybe I'm fooling myself maybe this maybe that you could have said that your dyslexia was going to hold you back from, you know, getting into physical therapy school. And all it took was you just quitting before that acceptance letter, mm-hmm. right? So the reason why I'm saying that is because like, that's the only thing that, that can stop anyone from, from getting into PT school. Yeah. And, and, and for the students right now that are listening to this saying, man, I'm pretty close to pulling the plug. Just go back to why you chose this profession. If this is the profession you've been called to, then keep taking one step forward. Like for Brie, it was two cycles that she had to wait for this. But but she kept pushing. She kept putting herself around people that believed in her. She, she had mentors that believed in her. Someone else that had actually gone down a similar path to her. And, and that's what it took for her to keep pushing herself so that she could get to that day. And when she was able to look back and say, wow, like my path was not the straightest path, she's that much more grateful for it, right? And so Every single one of you has everything you need to become a physical therapist. Just don't quit. Like, that's my point. Like, do not quit, y'all. If you're quitting, then you've basically said, okay, like, I'm not getting in, period. But, but that's a decision. So keep fighting, keep going. And for Bree, our final question is, what, what are your words of wisdom after having, you know, gone through your experiences so far, getting accepted into PTs? What is one piece of advice that you would give to someone that is where you were maybe a year ago? I mean, kind of going back to, like, how my path wasn't straight. I mean, don't be scared to like, you know, look at maybe like volunteering in a different type of like physical therapy, like clinic or, you know, getting your feet wet and other things of in this profession, because there, I mean, it's not just like pediatrics. It's not just sports, you know, working. I mean, me working as a pediatric, I mean, it entails everything, you know, like I have babies to like student athletes and I see them like back to back so I have to be creative so I mean then that now just kind of makes me feel like I can go back to like a sports clinic place where I can you know have more of like a regiment where like I mean pediatric it's 
some days the kids don't even want to do like today was like a hard day. I mean, after Thanksgiving, none of the kids wanted to be there. I had to be like super like energetic and be like, let's do jumping jacks or, you know, like, or let's do animal crawls and let's, can you beat me? I bet you can't, you know, so you have to kind of like push yourself sometimes. And that's what you have to do with the like pediatrics. There's doing this path isn't easy. Like it's very competitive and it's not always going to be like, kind of how I said, an easy straight road. Like, you know, some people might have that, but then they'll have, they're going through other obstacles too, you know, in their own way. So I think everyone just needs to like take a breath and just realize like get their feet wet in other of this field too. Cause I mean, it's a beautiful field every day. I love working with my kids, even if they're giving me like the hardest time, like they always will like hug me and say, bye, Miss Brianna. And that just like lights up my day, you know, cause it's hard, but I mean, it was, it's always worth it. I love, I don't feel like it's always work either. Like while it is hard, I love what I do. And I knew while I knew this was hard, I knew this was my path. And I feel like a lot of people need to realize that too. Like just because it's hard, like you need to like grind, like, you know, that this is what, you know, pre-PT grind, like you do have to grind in this and it's hard, but it's going to be like so much worth it once you like get your feet wet and, you know, push yourself like doubt is scary but you need to kind of push yourself too to make it in this field yeah I actually said it like this in a video recently I said don't confuse hard for impossible yeah so what tends to happen Bree is exactly what you just said like things get difficult things go in a direction that we did not plan and we're like oh my goodness this must mean that I'm not meant to be a physical therapist this must mean that I should you know, have a plan B, I should find something else. But, but, but we make that confusion so frequently. Do not confuse hard for impossible. Listen, being a pre-PT is hard. <laughs> being yeah. a physical therapy student is hard. You know, getting into physical therapy school is hard. It's fine, but it does not make it impossible. My path might be difficult, but I know it's possible. I know that other people like me have been there. I know that other people like me have done it. I know that other people that are facing the same struggles that, or, or face the same struggles I'm going through right now have been able to get themselves into PT school. So I need to be able to find that level of direction or clarity that they had and be willing to put in the work for this thing called physical therapy. Because for the students that just feel like, hey, I'm just gonna you know, figure it out and listen there's a reason why it's, you know, you're not getting into PC school, right? But, but do not confuse hard for impossible because it's extremely possible. You have to be willing to put in the work. You have to be willing to last the curve. Sometimes it might take a cycle or two. And, and if you are stuck, get direction, get help. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, and we gave you a good first next step is uh, the acceptance. It's www.acceptancenavigator.com. Go there. We will take care of you there already, but please do not confuse hard for impossible. So um, I love that. I love that because it's work, but, but it's worth it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Getting that, getting that acceptance, you know, call or letter, like it completely changes your day. Like I'm still, when I think about it, like it still makes me excited. Like I still go to like that cloud, you know, so it's worth it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, Bree, thank you so much for taking time out of your evening. Thank you for serving the people with your story tonight. So they can uh, tell, tell them how to spell your name on Facebook so that I they, think they can find you. Uh, Brie, B-R-I, and then Lievanos, that's my last name, L-I-E-V as in Victor, A-N-O-S. 
I love that. B as in Victor. I had to talk, had to tell everybody. N, N as in Nancy, <laughs> you know, G, that's, that's how I have to do my last name yeah. every time. But, uh, but, but thank you so much. So if you guys want to reach out to Bree, message her on Facebook, reach out to her, tell her, hey, I listened to your interview and I have a few questions. Uh, but, but don't quit y'all. Do not, do not confuse hard for impossible because it is so very possible. And it's a sweet feeling when you finally get your acceptance yeah. letter, because it's one step closer towards your dream of becoming a physical therapist. So I uh, hope y'all enjoyed that. Have an amazing rest of your evening. Bree, thank you so much once again. Uh, and for those of y'all listening, we'll see you guys on the next episode. What is up, guys? You've been listening to the Pre-PT Grind podcast, where we don't just help you get into PT school, but our mission is to make you the best physical therapist you can possibly be. And I have a quick question for you. Did you enjoy this episode? And if you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow, and that will spread our message of helping pre-PTs get into physical therapy school without wasting time and money, is if you rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast. What this basically does is tell the platforms out there that we're on is that you like our stuff, that we're doing something right, and that we're bringing value to you all, our audience. So if you can take about three seconds out of your day to rate, review, and subscribe to the Pre-PT Grind podcast and tell your friends about Pre-PT Grind, we would be forever, forever grateful to all of you. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. We will see you on the next one.